Praise God forevermore. Uh, Misty came home from work and had a fever. She'd been battling some symptoms, but this was the first time she had a little fever, so we didn't think it'd be wise for her to be uh, with the little ones tonight. So, But they're, they're, they're learning how to sit back there and behave themselves, and we're proud of them. Amen. Hallelujah. And then, you know, we also feel like, uh, uh, and Dr. Hattabaugh's big on it too. He, he wants his kids to be out there, and Dr. Jacobs always did, at least a couple times a week. Because some, some of the modern churches, the kids are in kids' church all the time, and they don't even know who the pastor is after being in church 15 years. They're, they're not familiar with them. And we want them to, we want them to know who we are and most of them love me. Praise God. <laughs> Quite fond of me. Some of them send us notes and stuff and make us little cards and stuff. And that's such a blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I got some things on my heart. I feel like, uh, uh, you know, the devil's full-time devil. And uh, he doesn't back off. And he's working and he's chiseling away. And... Uh, Hollywood's always working and chiseling away and and uh, trying to tear uh, to tear down the kingdom of heaven. And uh, we have uh, uh, you know this woke generation and this cancel culture that they're they're trying to to uh, force feed their agenda on everybody. And uh, you know, as a Christian, I don't I don't want to force feed. Uh, uh, my views on everybody, but I, d I, d I don't I don't want the Constitution that was founded years ago by godly men. I don't want it to be changed and altered to say things that that they that they would never agree to. And and uh, and uh, again, if people want to do wicked wickedly, then they'll reap what they sow. Amen. We'd love for everybody to be saved, but we're not Christians. Aren't trying to make everybody be saved, but we need to fight for our country. We really, we really do. do we're, we're we're not thankful enough for what we have, and I hate for us to have to lose it. And then we just have to look back and kind of reminisce about what we had if we did lose it. But I believe, I believe God's moving, and I believe as revival comes to this country, uh, I believe. Uh, uh, there'll be a, a great awakening amongst the people. So I, I want to talk to you tonight about uh, something that's very important. Uh, we live in what's called a Christian nation. And uh, I, I heard that at one point there was uh, maybe 3,000 Protestant types of churches. Not all of them would necessarily be considered a denomination. But there's 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 many there's many denominations, and many uh, I mean there's so many variants of Baptist. God bless the Baptists. There's so many variants of Baptist, you know, and some are some are extreme. Some of them, the ladies won't cut their hair, and they and they wear those long skirts just like just like this Pentecostal, and uh, have very uh, strict uh, uh, deals. And in some Baptists are very liberal, and and uh, you know, go more over into once saved, always saved, and and uh, 
I don't know what they talk about at church if everything is God's will because uh, I haven't been, so I can't, I can't judge them. But there's, there are so many different opinions and different kinds of groups. Uh, w- what really is salvation? There's so many different opinions. What, what, what does it mean to be saved? Or what does it take to be saved? Some think, uh, I was visiting in a hospital room in Camelsville. Well, I wasn't visiting. Matter of fact, I think uh, Dylan was there in a tent. I think he had RSV. And he was in a tent, you know, and they had the curtain pulled. And another family was in there. And the, the mother was there with her child. And uh, a pastor came visiting. And uh, they were talking about the salvation of her husband. And, and uh, uh, he said, you know, you need to encourage him to be baptized. To sign up for the next baptism. And that's an outward sign to the world that... that uh, were saved, and so a lot of a lot of the modern churches are just going that way. Let's let's baptize you and then say you're a church member. But now we know that water by itself won't save you, and we're not. I'm not here to argue with anybody, but uh, I believe God's going to use people as well as churches. I believe we all need to be prepared. What if you run into somebody who really wanted to know what salvation is? And what it means. And I've encountered a couple in the last four or five years, a couple people that were that had uh, uh, a bad prognosis from the doctor, and uh, they didn't want they didn't want me for healing. They didn't want to talk to me about healing. They wanted to know that they knew that they knew that they were going to heaven. Because they'd talk to this preacher, and they'd talk to that preacher, and this preacher said, well, you need to do this. And that other preacher said, well, you need to do that. You know, uh, uh, you know some of them said, you need to cry. When you go to the altar, you've got to cry. If you don't cry, you didn't get it. And, and just different little things like that. And, and uh, uh, you know, it, it happens to different people different ways. But we want to know, and we should be familiar with what the Scriptures say. So we believe in salvation. We believe there's an experience called salvation. Amen. Uh, which is, uh, you know, uh, like I was drowning and somebody saved me. And so I didn't drown. Amen. I was going to hell. Amen. And somebody saved me. And now I'm not going to hell. We believe in experience called uh, uh, salvation. And uh, we call it one, one of the terminologies. It's a scriptural terminology is born again. Amen. John chapter 3, verse 1. You can look, you can look with me if you'd like to. Because I want to tell you what the Bible says. That's, that's all that matters. Amen. John chapter 3, verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. He was a ruler. That's high up. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God. For no one can do these things that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Unless one is born again, he cannot see uh, the kingdom of God. So, so uh, Nicodemus was a religious leader, and Jesus told him, uh, you must be born again. So, so being religious by itself won't get you to heaven. And we have a whole lot of religion 
in this country. And, you know, I like to say it like this, religion is, is man trying to reach God. But what we're offering is relationship. And, and uh, that's what, I mean, that's not, not we, but what we believe in. What God is offering is, is relationship. Amen. And, and uh, fellowship. Relationship is, uh, Bethany is my flesh and blood daughter. I mean, she, was, she was born to me. She's my daughter. But she could be mad at me and never talk to me. Or I could be mad at her. And said, if you marry that Andrew guy, I'm never going to talk to you again. And stuff like that has happened. Amen. Amen. So she would still be legally my daughter, but we wouldn't have any fellowship. But thank God, thank God we have relationship and fellowship. Praise God. And that's what being a real Christian is. That's what being a real born-again Christian is. Because when you get born again, you get born into the kingdom of God. And you become a child of God. Amen. And, and then so by spiritual law, you're, you're a child of God. Amen. And then you are given the right, the opportunity to have fellowship with God. To come to Christmas dinner and to come to Thanksgiving dinner and come home and sit up around the table. And there is a table spread where the saints of God are fed. And he calls his chosen people to come and dine. Amen. Bids his chosen people. So we can come and dine with the Father when we're born again. Many people are religious, but being religious won't take you to heaven and there are so many faces of religion and and uh uh people get confused adam had communion uh with god in the garden amen uh, romans chapter 5 verse 12 says just for as through one man sin entered the world and death through sin and thus death spread to all men because all sinned so it's on Adam. Adam made us all sinners. This is why we need to be saved. This is why we need to be born again. Uh, uh, because of Adam's transgression. Verse 13 says, For until the law, uh, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Verse 14, Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who was a type of him who was to come. But the free gift is not like the offense, for if by the one man's offense many died, much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one, uh, one man, Jesus Christ, uh, abounded to many. So Adam messed it all up because he sinned, and he had choice. He was, they were given the law, and Adam, uh, Eve was deceived, and Adam fell with her and made us all guilty and put us all... Uh, uh, out of the blessing of God. Verse 16, And the gift is not like that which it came through the one who sinned. For the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation, but the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification. And that word justification means really, simply, just as if you'd never sinned. Amen. So we can, we can what Adam put on us, amen, we can, we can uh, get that taken care of. For if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who received the abundance of grace and uh, of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. So we see that Adam made us all sinners. Amen. And nobody's perfect. 
There's not, there's not anybody that's, that, that's perfect. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And uh, uh, there's, there's some really good people. There's some really moral people. But n- n- none are perfect. Amen. And uh, the law was, you know, to show us our, our need for God. Amen. The, the, the Ten Commandments. Uh, uh, I don't like to admit it, but uh, I've stretched the truth before. Amen. I don't try to do it as a child of God. I try to be, uh, you know what I'm saying. And, and uh, there's, a, the, you know, if you go down the list, <laughs> you know, it's hard to not be, it's hard to not find yourself there. Some, Amen. So we're 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 sinners. Amen. And uh, uh, but we can be made righteous only through salvation. Can God restore us to a place of fellowship and blessing that Adam lost? in that garden paradise Adam blew it but Jesus came to get it back for us so God has a part in salvation Romans 5 and 6 says for when we were still without strength in due time Christ died for the ungodly for scarcely verse 7 for scarcely a righteous man will one die yet perhaps for a good man someone would even dare to die But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. So Jesus uh, died for the ungodly. And we're we're going to make this really clear. John 3.16 says, we're talking about God's part in our salvation. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Uh, so God wants us saved. God wants us restored. Adam blew it, and uh, God had a plan to get us back together. Isaiah 1 and 18 says, Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. So God is calling out to man, come let us reason together. We need, to, we need to talk about this. You're in trouble, and I want to help you. Second Peter 3 and 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any would perish, but that all should come to repentance. So uh, it's for everybody. Amen. It's a choice. Amen. God's not making us get saved. Amen. Your mama can't make you get saved or stay saved. And nobody else can. Uh, And God won't. Amen. He wants you to. But it's a choice. Amen. That he gives to us. It's a choice. We receive it or we reject it. Romans 10, 11 says, the scripture says, Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Whoever, whosoever, King James says, whosoever. Praise God. That, you know, sounds like it even gets more of us. Amen. For whosoever calls on the name of the Lord. We're all whosoevers. Amen. When we call on his uh, name, uh, uh, we'll be saved. Titus 1 and 2 says, In hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began. So we started with eternal life. 
Adam blew it. God gave Jesus uh, to, to, to put it back uh, in us. And, and, and now you got all these people, you know, they want to say we're atheists or, or uh, uh, we're agnostics. We don't believe in God. We don't believe in the Bible. People are ranting and raving politically. I don't care what the Bible says. I don't care what the Bible says. And, you know, so you don't. So you've got a, vo- uh, a vote. Amen. But we need to be able to, to put the truth out there and not suppress the truth and let, uh, let the voters say what they want to say. And we deserve, we really do, I don't know how it's going to come to pass, but we really do deserve to have a media that's not biased against the things of God. Amen? And let the people vote. I just, I just myself right now, I just, I just believe there's more good people than there are bad people. And now there's some people that are easily manipulated and easily shifted. Amen. Uh, but there's room at the cross for all of us, praise God. And we need to find that. And we need to know what happens and how it, how it happens. So uh, Jesus had a part to play in salvation. And we need to know and understand this, praise God, because uh, Father God loves us, but Jesus loves us too. F- F- uh, Philemon... Uh, Philippians says chapter 2 verse 5 let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and those on earth and those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Jesus gave himself. Amen. And uh, God had to be justified in our salvation. So a ransom had to be paid. And, you know, if, if, if God just said, well, I just call them all forgiven. You know, there's crooked judges. You know that? There's, there's judges that can be bought. And it appears, it appears in some places, some people, the more money you have, the more you can manipulate lawyers. And uh, some people can almost get away with anything. Anybody ever know some people think that way? Hallelujah. And there's some lawyers that if they get enough money, they'll, they'll find some kind of evidence. They'll twist something up. If the glove fits, uh, I mean, if the glove doesn't fit, you must have quit. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know. I wasn't there. Uh that's all just circumstantial. If there's a reasonable doubt, the good enough lawyers can, can work, all that, work all that out. Amen. Hallelujah. And some of, that, some of that's very tedious. I'd hate, to, I'd hate to sentence somebody to hang and then come to find out that some of the evidence wasn't right and that a, that a guilty man was, an innocent man was punished. Amen. But Jesus gave himself... And God set it up so that nobody could say God was crooked. Jesus had a perfect penalty 
to more than pay for our sins. Amen. He was lamb without sin, and all our sins were on him. Hebrews 7 and 25 says, Therefore he is able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him, since he always lived to, to make intercession for them. For such as a high priest was fitting for us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and has become higher than the heavens, who does not need daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifices, uh, first for his own sins and then for the people's. For this he did once for all when he offered up himself. So uh, when Moses came, then there was the law to, to get us accepted with God, and there was blood sacrifice. But Jesus came to full, full, fully fulfill the law. For the law, verse 28, for the law appoints as high priests men who have weaknesses, but the word of the oath which came after the law appoints the Son who has been perfect forever. Jesus was the perfect priest. Amen. And he's ever living to make intercession for us. That's another thing that he does. He paid the price. He, he died the death. He, all his sins were upon him. He took the stripes for our healing. And he, he was, uh, went to hell, took the keys of death, hell in the grave from the devil, rose again, praise God, and now he's in the heavenlies ever living to make intercession for us. He's praying for us. Amen. I'm telling you, it's good to have people praying for you. But we, we, when we know Jesus is praying for us, that's, that's, he's praying right. Amen. Hallelujah. Jude, uh, Jude 24, verse 24 says, now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. 1 Timothy 1 and 15 says, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came in the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Glory to God. Uh, Luke 19 and 20, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Uh, uh, John 10, 9, Jesus said, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and go in and out and find pasture. Glory to God. So uh, you can come in or stay out, praise God. Uh, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, John 14 and 6. I, I, no one comes to the Father except through Jesus, the perfect sacrifice. Colossians 1.14, talking about Jesus, says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. His blood has bought us back from the wages of sin. Amen? Galatians 3.13. I know this is a lot of scripture, but uh, uh, it, 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 it'll, it'll help you. Praise God to know and understand, because I... I just, I just feel like a lot of people really don't know, people who've went to church for years. I, I, uh, I had a pastor friend, hadn't seen him in several years, but, but uh, at one time, at one time he was Baptist, but he got to fooling around with prayer and heard some things about the Holy Ghost, and he messed around and got filled with the Holy Ghost, and it affected everything. It affected his praying, it affected his preaching, and he was having a revival at his church, and... Uh, I, I, I forget how many, several, maybe eight of his deacons got born again. Got born again. Amen. Because they grew up in church and, and uh, didn't really know what it was. Maybe they got baptized. 
Amen. But they didn't know what it was to be saved, and they really, something real was there, and, and they really wanted it. Amen. I believe God's going to give the, the church something real. Amen. I believe we're going to see some. Uh, I believe we're going to see some separation. Something's going to cause people to know the spirit of God on the inside of people. It's going to draw people uh, closer. And I believe we're going to see a lot of people wanting to have these questions answered. Amen. And know that they know that they know because to a lot of people, the only difference between a Christian and a sinner is whether or not they go to church. And the, I mean the way they live, the way they talk, the way they act, what they watch on TV. Uh, what they do in the recreational time, there's no difference. Amen, only, only one, one group goes to church. We ought to be different than sinners. Amen, and being born again uh, is, is, is uh, crucial in that. Hallelujah. Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, and that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. See, being born again is being born of the Spirit. Amen. The Spirit has a part in it. So, the Holy Spirit has a part in salvation. Revelation 22 and 17 says, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come. And let him who hears say, Come. And let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires that they may take of the water of life freely so the spirit of god when people pray for us amen and, and everybody ought to be praying amen and we need to pick up our praying to make up for the people that aren't praying because i think about it lots of times where would i be if somebody hadn't been praying for me amen and i had you know christians on both sides of the family uh praying for me and making intercession for me and spared my life no doubt kept my angels engaged, keeping me safe. Uh, uh, I really kept them busy for a while sometimes. But praise God, somebody prayed for me. And not everybody has somebody to pray like that. Amen. And then, and then those of us who've taught, been taught the Word and understand how prayer works, how much more even should we be praying for people? Amen. And loving people. So the Spirit and the bride say, come. So the Spirit of God is drawing. He's always saying to people, come. Uh, Hebrews 3, 7 says, Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you will hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion in the day uh, of trial in the wilderness. So He's urging us to hear God's voice. He's working on us. Amen. When we're under conviction, how many remembers being under conviction? Amen. The Spirit of God dealing with you. He deals with us. Amen. He makes you, he, he does whatever it takes. You know, I don't know what mom and them was praying that I'd, uh, I don't know what they was praying, but I was having dreams and I was so afraid. I was so, so under conviction so bad that uh, uh, if I was at a party on the way home, I'd drive with two wheels in the ditch and two wheels in the road when I come to hills because I was afraid somebody's going to come over the hill on the wrong side of the road and hit me and kill me and I knew I was going to hell some people say once saved always saved well I, I, I didn't have no confidence in my salvation at that time and all I can say is that I didn't die would you have went to heaven if you'd have died in that uh, sense you know I don't know and I don't want to know and I, and, and I didn't find out, praise God, because he kept me. 
Amen. And by the grace of God, I'm not going to die in that, kind of, in, in that kind of shape. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, I don't encourage anybody to. I know there's what we call greasy grace, and people think, well, once you've had an experience with God, nothing else really matters. But you better walk with God. Amen. You better be walking with God. I want to warn everybody. Amen. Time's getting short. And we need to be living lives that reflect Jesus. And what, what if the Lord came? the day after Christmas, or, or, or even next Tuesday. You got friends and loved ones that aren't ready? I do. Amen. What about that? What about that? We need, we need God to get a hold of us and live this thing and walk this thing so that His light is shining through us and, and uh, uh, something to think about. So he's urging us to hear God's voice. John 16 and 17, Jesus said, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it's to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin because they do not believe in me, of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more, and of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. So the Holy Spirit convicts us. Amen. Titus 3 and 5 says, It's not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us through the washing and the regeneration of the Holy Spirit. So He convicts us, He renews us. The washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. That is part of salvation. But if we never get to born again, and we're just, we, we have just mentally accepted or mentally made the statement or mentally took on the title of a Christian. You know, amen. You know, uh, veterans aren't real happy about it, but some people impersonate uh, veterans. They put on uniforms and put on patches saying that they were in this division or that division or that they were in this place or that place. And when real, real veterans come along, they sniff that stuff out. And some of them Marines will hurt you. Amen, because they're very proud. They're very proud of, of their experience and, and, and what that uniform represents. And they don't like somebody faking it. And some people will fake it to try to get benefits or whatever, to try to, to, try to get somebody to, you know... Treat them like a hero when they're not really a hero. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, there's Christians going around. Well, I'm a Christian. I hang out with them. I go to church. You know, but they hadn't had the born-again experience. You understand what I'm saying? And, and, and I don't want anybody that I love, anybody listening in, to, to think that everything's all right. Well, I thought everything was all right, you know, as long as I you know, said I was. Well, we, we can't take that for granted. We've got to go by what the Word of God says. So uh, he convicts us. He renews us. Uh, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. I remember Lucian so many times, bless his heart. You know, he'd want to sing and he'd get happy. And he'd say, it's a no-so salvation. He'd say, it's a no-so salvation. What he's saying, if you're saved, you'll know it. And if you don't know it, you, you better find out. Amen. Hallelujah. And, you know, that ought to make somebody who just said there was a Christian think. Well, I don't know if I am or not. Amen. Well, you need to know. Amen. 
Hallelujah. So the Spirit of God, once we are saved, He bears witness with our spirit that we are uh, the children of God. Uh, you know, when I re rededicated my life, no, not rededicated, the first time I got saved uh, at, the, at the middle school now, it was a high school then, up against that stage. I was snotting and slobbering, and I prayed the sinner's prayer. I did what I had to do. I believed in my heart and confessed with my mouth the Lord Jesus. God knows I was convicted and drawn and made my way to that altar. And when I got done praying, I stood up. I was crying and snotting and slobbering, and there was a big black lady. I still don't know to this day who she was. And she was crying and snotting and slobbering, too. She was an older lady. You know, she was in her 20s or 30s, maybe. And, and uh, uh, I was 13. And... What happened to me happened to her, and the Spirit bore witness, and we just hugged, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's real. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And now, our part in salvation. Very important, praise God. Uh, Romans 10 and 9. There, there's different scriptures, and uh, groups that are off a little bit have the tendency to take a part of some of these scriptures. And, and make their own little thing up. Amen? Well, we want to rightly divide the Word of God, and that's what I do the, the best that I can to, to point it out to you, and I believe if we cover these bases, we're going to be all right. Romans 10, 9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, emphasis on in your heart, that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So uh, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe that there's, any, there's, not, there's not a written scriptural chapter and verse sinner's prayer. Many people make up what they call the sinner's prayer, but I believe this really covers it, these two verses. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, you've got to say something. Jesus is my Lord. And believe in your heart, not just in your head. You can't just mentally ascend it. God's got to be dealing in your heart on the inside with your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Amen. I don't know, you know, that, that's supernatural. That's amazing. But I know he's real, and I know that's what it said, and I know that's what happened. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, causes that gift of righteousness to come, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So you believe it in your heart, and you say it, and as you say it, the salvation manifests and becomes real to you. And I, I'll just say, I was backslid for many years, and when I rededicated... And uh, I, I, I knew what I had to do because God saw to it. Faith does come by hearing. And uh, I remember being at Garland with Mama for something. Or maybe he, he might have even testified at that tent revival. But I remember it was, it was uh, uh, Brother Bryant that said it. And uh, uh, he said the prodigal son didn't have to get under conviction. He just came to a census. And he said, anytime you come to your senses, you can come back to God. And the father was there. The father ran to him. And he talked about that. And so that clicked inside of me because God was dealing with me severely anyway. And so I don't have to be under some kind of severe con conviction. Amen. I just 
it's, it's my decision. Amen. It's, it's, a, it's up to me. So I knew that. And I knew because I, I, I looked at that. I read that story. I looked at that. And the father didn't turn him away. The father ran to meet him. Amen. And if we go on and read in Romans uh, 10, it says he will in no wise cast him out when we believe on him. So I already had faith that if I made the commitment, he, ha- he, had, to, he had to keep his end of it. Because the devil's trying to tell me, he ain't going to take you back. <laughs> you know, he don't, he done with you. You had your chances. Amen. So uh, these two verses right here are very important to me. And so that's why I think sprinkling you with a little water and you don't know. So many people have done different things and nothing that, that didn't seem to take. And they just tried it. You got to believe it. Amen. You got to believe in your heart. The, the, the Amplified says, believes in, trust in, adheres to, relies on. When it, Just talking about this believing. Amen. It's, it's deep. Amen. It's serious. Uh, 2 Corinthians 7.10 says, For godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation, not to be regretted, but the sorrow of the world uh, produces death. So you need to repent. And that's, you know, to turn around the way you're thinking. Amen. It's to change the way you're thinking. Not just be sorry. Some people are sorry they got, they got caught, but they're not really sorry they're doing something wrong because they want to keep on doing something wrong. Amen. But when you repent, you want to turn around. Be humble. We've got to humble ourselves and submit to God, submit to the Word. We've got to believe. Amen. Trust in, adhere to, rely on. And we've got to confess Jesus as Lord and Savior. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus, uh, Lord means he's Lord. That means I'm going to honor him. Amen. I'm going to do what he says the best I can. I'm not perfect, but I'm going to do what he says the best I can. Amen. So uh, you confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And uh, then you obey the Spirit of God the rest of your life. Amen. Uh, Hebrews 5 and 9 says, uh, and, and, and it's a new life. It's a new life that begins at this new birth. And just like any of those children, we obviously kept feeding them after they were born. Amen. And they're still growing. Praise God. And they'll, the Lord tarries is coming. They'll become adults because we feed them. You have to feed the, the, the spirit person. And, and walk with God, hopefully get planted in a, in a really good church and, and uh, uh, have good Christian friends. Hallelujah. You might need to change your friends. Praise God. If you get saved like I did, they won't want you anymore. They're scared of me because they're afraid of what got on me would, would, was going to get on them. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, Hebrews 5 and 9, And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Hebrews 2 and 3 says, How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us also by those who heard him? You know, this is too good. Being a Christian, I mean, it's not... Uh, oh dear Lord, it's a. Uh, uh, I've seen people get old, and have yet to receive Jesus.
because they thought they had so much to give up and they thought you know that the christian life was dull drab and dreary and they 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 wanted to do their thing or for for whatever reason but that is such a misconception when we get the christian life right and we haven't got it right because that's why that's why they think that way we need to show them how good this is to be saved and you ought to be glad you're saved amen and you should you know you shouldn't go around complaining and whining well i well i'd like to party but i can't now because i'm saved and you know our, our preacher don't like that and you know hallelujah you know now if you sat you know it's it's too good amen what i got's too good i don't want to go back to that old mess amen as like i said i got pulled over the other night and 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 uh, I, I, was, I was about to get upset and then i said glory to god i don't have to hide anything so how you doing officer pray i got i was about to pray for him praise god hallelujah amen i don't have to hide nothing shine the light in my eyes give me the breathalyzer make me walk the make me walk the line praise god because i'm clean i'm free hallelujah amen i'm so glad i'm saved praise god hallelujah because there's times i wouldn't want to get pulled over times i did get pulled over hallelujah amen but it, this life is just too good to be neglected let me pray we need we need to know this you need to think about that uh really the a really good sinner's prayer is inside of every one of brother hagan's many books a really good one amen and just get one of those stick it in your bible or get that uh back page you know it'll, it'll work and I, i've seen people saved praying it lots of times amen but you need to have a sinner's prayer amen and and get bold enough that the the, the the well what if they don't what if it don't take it's not up to you whether it takes or not if that's on god and that's like healing too he said these signs shall follow them believe you believe enough to be obedient lay hands on them amen and uh uh they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover you do your part let god do his part don't worry about it so you uh you know tell them what the bible says and tell them this is what you got to do and tell them you know if you pray this you cover that and believe in believe it you got to mean it amen i you know when i was in the in the jail you know i tell them you know you're gonna have to stand up amen and stand up for jesus because you know he said if we're ashamed of him he'd be ashamed of us amen and if you can't if you can't stand up and say i'm surrendering to jesus then you're 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 probably not ready amen there's there's a lot of jailhouse conversions praise god amen hallelujah i've seen a lot of uh I've seen a lot of husbands that uh, recently got separated from their wives come and, and find Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it didn't last too long, praise God. Hallelujah. I mean, I, I've seen it. Praise God. Just trying to manipulate and use the, use the gospel. That's not, this, it's too good to be true. It's real. Amen. And he will use you if you make yourself available. Praise God and be prepared. Hallelujah. You know, the way the kingdom of heaven operated, somebody might ask you tomorrow or the next day about being a Christian. I'm serious. I saw a demon cast out of a, a girl one night in church, and the next night a demon was at my house to be cast out. That's how this works. I got my experience. I got my OJT one Sunday night at church, and the next day when I come home from work, there was a demon-possessed girl. Amen. 
and I, I didn't take good notes. <laughs> Hallelujah, but I remembered the best I could. Hallelujah. But uh, at least I got that at least I got that experience. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're just so thankful for your goodness. We're so thankful that salvation is real and it is essential. And it doesn't matter what everybody else is saying, what everybody else is doing. Our eyes are on you. Our ears are tuned into you. We have ears to hear what your Spirit's saying. And we're going to be willing and obedient. And uh, you can use us all, Lord God, uh, for what you've done for, uh, for us. You'll do for anybody. There's no respect of persons with you, Lord. So touch our lips with the coal of fire. Send us forth. Hear my send me, Lord. Give us opportunity to share your goodness in Jesus' name. Glory to God. We'll give you all the praise. We'll give you all the praise. We thank you for the mighty harvest coming in. Lord, help us just to be sensitive and tuned in to you uh, uh, and be ready and available if you need us. We, we yield to you, Lord. We yield to you. It's not by our might or our power, but by your Spirit, Lord. We honor you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. If you're listening in and you've never been born again, never made Jesus Lord of your life, it's not hard to do. You believe in your heart. Way down deep inside, you believe it, that God raised Jesus from the dead, that he is the Lamb of God, that what the Scriptures say is true. You believe it in your heart and with your mouth you confess, Jesus is my Lord. Hallelujah. And you will be saved. Praise God. If you need help, you can uh, contact us. Give us a, send us a message. Uh, we'll be glad to help you because God loves you and we do too. Praise God. Well, that's it for tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here, everybody. God bless you. We'll see you Sunday.